Book Summary, The 22 Immutable Laws of Marketing by Al Reese and Jack Trout. He says, violate them at your own risk. In this book, he brings about 22, what he says are laws of marketing. Just like there are laws of gravity and laws of nature, there are also laws of marketing, which makes sense because according to human psychology, there are certain laws that people operate by. So I'm going to give a short summary. In chapter number one, he talks about the law of leadership. It's better to be first than it is to be better. Everyone remembers the first. When you're first, chances are that you're the leader. Moving on to chapter number two, he tells the law of category. If you can't be first, then be first in a new category. For example, who was the first person to cross the Atlantic on an airplane nonstop? It was Lindbergh. Who was the second? Nobody knows, but it was Hinkler, actually. And who was the third? It was Amelia Einhardt. But people don't remember her as the first. They remember her as, as, I mean, as the third. They remember her as the first woman to fly solo. So be first in a category. And again, it says the law of the mind, chapter number three. It's better to be first in the mind than first in the marketplace. He gives out examples about people who were actually first in the marketplace, but they were not first in the mind of people. Uh, for example, there was an Altair computer introduced in 1974, but the Apple II in 1976 was first in the mind. This, and he says, you cannot change people's mind. Once it's set, you cannot change. The single most wasteful thing you can do is, in marketing is try to change. Again, we repeat, the single most wasteful thing you can do in marketing is to try to change a mind. You cannot just worm your way into people's mind either. You have to, quote, blast your way into the mind. Chapter 4, The Law of Perception. Marketing is not a battle of products, it is a battle of perception. Marketing people get lost with looking at the facts always, but we have to look at how people perceive your brand. What do they actually think about it? Doesn't matter what the facts say. Number five, the law of focus. The most powerful concept in marketing is owning a word in the prospect's mind. A word, for example, um, one toothpaste company owns the word cavities. Who owns the word FedEx in America was overnight until they dropped it. In a way, the law of leadership, it's better to be first than to be better. This enables the first brand or company to own a word in the mind of the prospect. For example, copies, uh, photocopies, everyone knows Xerox. In the old days, computers meant IBM, and so on. The law of exclusivity, two companies cannot own the same word. So FedEx owned overnight, but DHL owned worldwide, and FedEx tried to take on overnight, and they take on worldwide, and they lost both. The law of the ladder, number seven. The strategy to use depends on which rung you occupy in a ladder. 
in car rental companies in America, there was Hertz, number one, Avis, number two, and National, number three. National had only a 10% or less of the market share. So Avis was trying to compete with Hertz, who was number one, but finally their marketing said that they admitted number two in car rentals. We try harder, and it was very successful for them. Number eight, the law of duality. In the long run, every market becomes a two-horse race. So there was uh, soft drinks, Coca-Cola, Pepsi-Cola, and Royal... Who? Royal Crown. Now it's Pepsi-Cola and Coca-Cola. Where did Royal Crown go? No. He says, in the long run, in the beginning, you might have many competing companies, but in the long run, it comes down to two. Customer believes that marketing is a battle of product. It's this kind of thinking that keeps two brands on top. They think, oh, they must be the best. They're the leaders. That means people perceive the leaders, the two on top, to be the best and choose between those two. Number nine, the law of opposite. If you're shooting for second place, your strategy is determined by the leader. For example, Coca-Cola always says classic, but Pepsi went for focused on the younger generation and only the younger generation because Coca-Cola didn't. This is a very fast summary. Number 10 is the law of division. Over time, a category will divide and become two or more categories. So you can position yourself within categories and you have to be a leader in that category number 11 is the law of perspective marketing effects take place over an extended period of time that means patience and patience and we see over time what can happen whether it's successful or not focus and over time number 12 is very important this is the main a law in this book. It's called the law of line extension. There is an irresistible pressure to extend the brand. So for example, uh, IBM was trying to make copy machines, but they couldn't do it because IBM means computers. Xerox tried to make computers, but Xerox already meant copiers. They didn't get anywhere with their computers. Um, for example, in America, there's a baby food company called Gerber. They have 72% of the market. At least they did when that book was written. And Heinz, Heinz, everyone knows Heinz means ketchup. And they also tried to make baby food. But where are they? People don't know. By extending your brand, for example, Adidas running shoes. Can you now imagine Adidas cologne or Adidas wine or... Levi shoes, I mean, actually now there are some Levi shoes, but they'll never take off. It'll always be a minority from the jeans. Less is more. If you want to be successful today, you have to narrow the focus in order to build a position in the prospect's mind. Narrow the focus. That brings us to chapter 13, the law of sacrifice. To have to give up something in order to get something. So in the old days, there was FedEx versus Emory. Emory had rush service, economical service, small packages, large packages everywhere. FedEx, overnight. 
overnight, overnight. The power of the sacrifice for FedEx was in being able to put the word overnight in the mind of the prospect, where Emery did everything, but FedEx meant overnight. They were able to focus, narrow down, and focus, and that built up their brand. A generalist is weak. When people try to do too much, they become weak. I see it as like a bush. Too many branches, you become weak, but one strong trunk, you're a strong tree. The best way to maintain a consistent position is not to change it in the first place. Number 14, the law of attributes. For every attribute, there's an opposite and effective attribute. For example, Cress came out with their attribute fights cavities. So other toothpaste, what did they have left? They also had taste good, wines teeth, freshens breath. Many attributes to choose from. The law of candor, number 15. When you admit you when you admit a negative, the prospect will give you a positive. This one is very interesting. Whereas when you admit something is wrong with your product, then you are able to get the trust of the customers, first of all. A dose of honesty works well in marketing. When a company starts a message by admitting a problem, people tend to almost instinctively open their minds. Think about the times that someone came to you with a problem and how quickly you got involved and wanted to help. Now think about people starting off a conversation about some wonderful things that they are doing. You probably were a lot less interested. Number 16, the law of singularity. In each situation, only one move will produce substantial results. You have to find that bold strike, that one thing. Number 17, the law of unpredictability. Unless you write your competitor's plans, you can't predict the future. We don't know what's going to happen in the future. And he talks about in... Uh, we'll come to trends versus fads later on, where you have to be aware of the future. The law of success, 18. Success often leads to arrogance and arrogance to failure. There's a famous verse in the Bible, pride goes before destruction and haughty spirit before a fall. Be humble. It says big CEOs should get out of their executive dining rooms and go out and see what's happening in the world. Number 19, the law of failure. Failure is to be expected and accepted. It will happen. And we should, uh, here he brings out a point about leadership. Leaderships, leaders should allow people to make mistakes and learn from them because failure is to be expected. Most companies don't grow too much because everyone is afraid now of failure. Number 20, the law of hype. The situation is often the opposite of the way it appears in the press. He points out that um, hype and things coming in the press is often a sign that something is not going well and they're trying to get hype and advertising around it. But something that's working doesn't need all the hype. Number 21, the law of acceleration. Successful programs are not built on fads. They are built on trends. A fad will go up, peak and crash. A trend will slowly keep rising. So he talks, for example, a fad was, for example, the Ninja Turtles. 
They were very popular and then died. Said a fad is a wave in the ocean and a trend is the tide. A fad gets a lot of hype and a trend gets very little hype. Like a wave, a fad is visible, but it goes up and down in a big hurry. Like the tide, a trend is almost invisible, but it's very powerful over the long term. Now, what you can do to convert a fad into a trend is dampen it off so that it becomes more mainstream instead of crashing. Number 22 is very important. The law of resources. Without adequate funding, the idea won't get off the ground. Ideas without money are worthless. Well, not quite. But you have to use your ideas to find the money, not the marketing help. The marketing can come later. How did Apple Computer get off the ground? So many competitors in those days. But Mike put down $91,000 for one-third of the company. That got it going. Need to recognize a good idea when you see it, but also have the money to really get out there and do it. He says, here's the bottom line. First get the idea, then go get the money to exploit it. Here are some shortcuts in case you don't want to do the hard work. He says, some shortcuts. You can marry the money. You can divorce the money. You can find the money at home. Or you can share your ideas by franchising it basically give a large part of your idea to other people money makes the marketing world go round if you want to be successful today you'll have to find the money you need to spin those marketing wheels so that's all today from the entire book the 22 immutable laws of marketing violate them at your own risk highly suggest reading this book it gives a lot, a lot, a lot of case studies and examples in all of these rules and can see for yourself how we might be violating them. Thank you and tune in next time where we'll go back to reading originals by Adam Grant.